Welcome to the Mama Truth Show, where soulful mamas embrace the whole truth of the messiness and magic of motherhood. Check us out at mamatruthshow.com. Here's your host, Amy Ehlers, the Wake Up Call Coach. Happy Mama Truth Monday, mamas. It's Amy Ehlers here, the Wake Up Call Coach. And I have to tell you that I had an entirely different show lined up that I will actually be pushing to next week. Um, It just did not feel right to me to have a pre-recorded Mama Truth show go live the Monday after our election here in the U.S. and not actually mention what has happened. And so I decided to push that and instead on the fly record here this show about what to do when the bully wins. I have to tell you, I have a lot of inner mean girls that are beating me up about the show, telling me that I'm going to lose listeners the way that I did when I did the race relations series, which I did lose listeners, um, and that I might alienate um, those of you that are listeners to the show who are Trump supporters. And so I just want to first let all of you know that I have deep love for all of you mamas that are taking the time out from your hectic day, your busy day, um, to listen to the show. And that my goal on this show is to always be authentic and raw and truthful about myself, about what I'm noticing in the world, about my daughters, about motherhood, about life, and to really bring you my truth. And so... Today, I'm going to talk about my truth about how I feel about the election results and about our president-elect, Donald Trump, and I hope that you'll respect my me using this platform, this audience, my tribe to speak those feelings because I feel like now is really deeply a time for us to speak out and to speak our truths. So again, that said, I want to just send love and acknowledgement in to those of you that disagree with me. So my daughter, Annabella, who's nine years old, said to me when she watched some of the debates, she really wanted to participate in that. And they talked a lot in her school about the debates and about this, the process that we have here in the USA of electing a president. And for me personally, I was actually a Bernie Sanders supporter in the beginning. And my daughter was actually really upset with me in the primaries here in California when I voted for Bernie over Hillary. She was like, but mommy, we can have the first woman president. And I was like, I know. I said, you know, I I like Hillary Clinton and I love, would love, 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 love to have a woman in the White House. And I just wasn't 100% convinced that Hillary was the right woman to be in the White House. And I felt like I agreed more on the issues with Bernie's stance and then when that didn't come true, I and we realized that it was going to be Trump versus Clinton, I became very involved emotionally with really getting behind Hillary Clinton as much as I could. And um, to really step forth in truth around the issues that are so near and dear to my heart and to really put any of her personality or really any of the any of her past things that um, felt like they did not align with what I feel like is right or true to put some of those things aside in order for the greater truth of her stance on things that I find 
really important around women rights and LGBT rights and um, social justice issues that are deeply, deeply important to me. And more than anything for me after Tuesday's election, you know, I went into the day, Annabella was like, oh my gosh, we're going to see, I really felt like we were going to see our first woman president um, happen here in the States. And I felt so excited about that. And then we went to a party with a bunch of friends who were also really, you know, big Hillary supporters. And as the night descended into hell for us, it was like, what is happening? And I feel so many different feelings. And this for me is not about quote unquote, being a sore loser. This is about really taking an honest look at the person we now have in the White House, who has been so deeply degrading, (laughs) I can't even say the words because it's so upsetting to me, degrading to women, the way that he has talked about everything from the former Miss USA and her weight, which I just think is so horrific and shameful and such a way that women in this country and really around the world, but especially in this country, are put down and bashed all the time for him to be doing that. Um, For, of course, the infamous grab him by the pussy um, audio tape that was released of him talking about women in that way, which I know a lot of Trump supporters, oh, it's locker room banter. That's actually not locker room banter at all. I have a lot of men in my life and yeah, they might be bragging about how they got a number or how they got laid or how they had crazy sex with this model or whatever (laughs) the case may be. But um, he was talking about grabbing women without permission, which is assault. And I know the vast majority of us as women have been assaulted in some way and um the way that he spoke about Hispanics and Muslims. And, you know, I just, you know, in the morning when Annabella woke up and she said, who won? And I said, honey, um, you know, Trump won. She cried. And I know that a lot of us as moms who were Hillary supporters or maybe even more so people that were, just really not okay with having someone with this incredible sexism and racism and xenophobia and all of this coming into the White House. And so for me, watching Annabella, her heart was broken. She was like, I don't understand because he's a bully and he's not nice to women. And what is he going to do to my friends at school? And she was worried about her friends who have two moms. She was worried about her friends who are in biracial. She was worried about her friends who are, have are black families. She was worried about all of that. And her heart was broken and my heart was broken with hers. And I had to reassure her about our system and that this we don't live in a system where Donald Trump just gets to come in and do whatever the hell he wants. There's actually checks and balances in place. And we talked about Congress and all of that stuff. But the bottom line for me is that a bully did win. And that that's the message that we have sent our children and this country. And so what are we to do when the bully wins? 
And so I just wanted today to, first of all, speak my truth. So thank you for listening. And again, if you don't agree with me, I still love you. And I still will not only tolerate, but accept you. As I hope that all of us in this country will accept people with different ideologies and different values and different colors of skin and different cultural backgrounds and different economics and all of this stuff. That's the world that I really want to live in. And that's the country that I want my daughters to be raised in. So what I started really looking at was what is my my mantra, my motto, my focus as we go through this time that is so unsettling to so many people, knowing that Hillary Clinton w- did win the, um, the popular vote, that the majority of people that are involved and that took the time to vote were really feeling disappointed. And, and again, I suspect a lot of people are... M- really disappointed that someone like Donald Trump is in the White House and even people who didn't vote. So started really looking at what are the questions that I wanted to ask. So I wanted to share some of those questions with you on the show today, just as really inquiries for you to look at for yourself as a mom, as a human being, because I did get some people writing saying, what are you going to say? And you know, first of all, I just think the truth is really important. And the other thing that I've learned along this path, whether with my own daughters about, you know, any topic, whether it's, you know, topics that um, are big topics and topics that have a lot of layers to them, right? I mean, I'm not going to go into the entire judicial system with Annabella right now at fourth grade or go into the entire thing of and like revealing all the terrible things that Trump said or did, or all the terrible things, quite frankly, that Hillary Clinton has done in her lifetime and what, you know, all of those things. I'm not going to go through all of those layers. And the advice that I got when my husband, Rob, his adoptive mom, who was a special, I ran a special needs foster home. Um, so she ran a foster, small group foster home for special needs children. And Rob, she had a, actually 83 different children that came through her home in her lifetime. And they were all special needs. The majority of them were all special needs. And um, when she, we found out that she had cancer and she still had two adult children that were living with her that had lived with her their, all of their lives from a very young age. I believe Joshua came in when he was one year, one years old and a one year old. And Johnny came in when he was two years old. So basically, you know, Rob's adoptive mom was the only mom that they had ever known. And suddenly now because of the foster system, and of course, because she was so ill, they were going to need to be placed into different homes. And we were working with the social worker in the hospital about how we were going to talk to the kids about this and let them know that we were going to have to move them to another home um, in the system. And the advice that she gave, and this is the advice I would give all of you as you continue to see how things unfold um, in the upcoming weeks and months and years, um, is to let your children lead, to let them lead with questions versus giving them information. And so at that time, it was like, okay, so we're going to deliver the information to Joshua and Johnny, who, although at that time they were um, young adults, their um, mental capacity was much younger than that because of their special needs. And, um, you know, so for both of them, it was like, so, you know, Hannah's really sick and we're going to move you to another home. We need to move you to another home so that Hannah can really 
be sick. Basically at that point we were putting her on hospice. She was dying. Um, and so we just gave that small bite of information and then waited for the questions instead of telling them a paragraph or giving them an essay about the entire explanation. So we just let them lead. And it was like, the first, it was so funny because one of Joshua's first questions, he was had this phase that he went through where he was obsessed with blinds and he loved to open the blinds and close the blinds. And it was always a big deal to him of the, this time of the day you close the blinds. And he was, the first question was like, Bobby, do they have blinds? And Rob was like, okay, that's the question that he needs to have answered right now. This is his safety thing right now. Instead of, you know, is mom going to die? Like any of those questions? Nope, not the questions for those moments. So we just, well, we're not sure. We didn't know, actually. We hadn't seen that place yet. And fortunately, he did end up having blinds, which was wonderful. But that's the same thing with my girls, with Annabella. It's like, okay, Trump won. Let her ask the next question instead of going on and on and on and on, right? Letting our kids lead and continuing to just hold space for them to have their own feelings about it and continuing to really be a resource for um, them with their fears, with all of those things. And then, of course, it's so hard when they ask questions. You know, Annabella's first question, as I think I mentioned, was, you know, how could, but Donald Trump is mean to women and mean to people, Mexicans and Muslims and, and other people. Why, how, how could how could that bully win? And I was like, yeah, that's a really good question. And so we talked about that for a little bit, about what I felt like had happened. So that's the first thing I would say. So then the next thing I would have you look at is what do you want your children to learn from this situation? And, you know, really, what do you want them to learn? Such an important thing to look at. And how do you want to model how to be with failure and grief and loss? And so for me, really allowing my daughters to see that I was upset and see that my husband and I were able to be there for each other. Like Rob just so took over um, on that um, Wednesday when the results were, I was such a mess and he just stood, you know, totally took over. And, and I was also able to just tell my girls how I was feeling like mommy's feeling really upset right now, feeling really sad right now. And just be able to model that, that it's okay that we don't always win, that things happen in life that suck, that things happen in life that are scary and that we can still be with those feelings. So modeling that. And then one of the things we talk about a lot in the Mama Truth Circle is about what is the, if this was happening for me, not to me? What if this was happening for America, not to America? So really looking at that question. So thank you so much for allowing me to share my thoughts and some of the insights that I have. My new mantra, if you will, is this is scary and I will be brave. And I will continue to stand up for what I believe in. And talking today on the show about this is one of the ways that I'm doing that. So thank you so much for listening. And we'll be back next week. I have a beautiful show about gratitude uh, for next week about growing your gratitude and some really fun ideas to do as a family around gratitude. And um, I hope that you'll consider joining us over at the Mama Truth Circle where we're going deeper in our facilitated truth-telling circles. And it's just such a beautiful community of mamas forming and you are so invited. Uh, 
That's at mamatruthcircle.com, mamatruthcircle.com. So until next time, keep embracing the messiness and the magic of motherhood. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening, mamas. Did you know that Amy has a new ebook out? It's called Sacred Self-Care for Moms, Seven Steps to Nurturing Yourself So You Can Be the Mom You Were Born to Be. And you can receive your free copy by going to sacredselfcarebook.com. That's sacredselfcarebook.com. And please don't keep the Mama Truth Show a secret. The biggest compliment you can give is to share the Mama Truth Show with your loved ones and write a review on iTunes. Until next time, keep embracing the messiness and the magic of motherhood.